biggest sports events of the decade. Al, are you excited? Yes, Thursday, I did, three I days. I didn't notice it. Yeah. Ruben DeMar Jr. is here today. You're excited, right, Ruben? I am overwhelmed. He's overwhelmed. Look at that. Overwhelmed. Oh, my God. Rhea Hughes, next level. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. This and, and here's the good news, Philadelphia, as we prepare for this huge game at Lincoln Financial Field. And I warned you, in my estimation, this is the last time the Eagles will ever play an NFC championship game in this city. No. Because the NFL no. wants to change. Rhea, it's not my idea. It's not going to happen. They want to go neutral site out because they can get people bidding and make more money. The owners will never go for it. No. They make too Won't much money. You're right. I no. hope you're right. Well, it can't happen. Yeah. No. But all the, the thing I could tell you is this. Yeah. We've been doing a little behind-the-scenes research, right. ladies and gentlemen. And what we're giving away today in this radio program has a value in our Ooh. conservative estimation mm-hmm. of around $5,000. That's conservative. Conservative. Because we have two tickets. Mm. Really? And those two tickets are in the Novakill luxury box. Wow. Hello. Wow. So, all you got to do, and Ava Graham is the judge again today, because she came up with the idea, and it's a great one. Mm-hmm. Ava wants to know the things that are loudest in your life. L- loudest? Loud. Loudest. And I'm going to, Al, I hope you don't mind me giving a little preview. All right. I'm starting to think about the book I'm writing. I think the title is going to be loud. Mouth. Cool. No, just loud, because loud Rhea, am I loud? Yes. Al, am I loud? Yeah, it hurts my ears. No, do you know Ruben DeBow came in today with a ringing in one of his ears in anticipation of our, my being loud today? Yeah, my ear was already scared. <laughs> it was his already ear was bracing for this voice. Yeah. So you got to call in, give us some commentary. At the end of your call, you go, here's something that's loud. Ava will rate the top five loud things. We're putting in a hat, plucking out a name. You're winning tickets to the big one. Nice. Oh, my God. In the luxury. Ah. Anyway, there's no better place to see that game. No, there is not. There's no better place. No. Rhea drinks wine in there. (laughs) Anyway. So so get on now. 215-592-9494. We'll take all your calls, and then Ava will rule on which these. Ava should know. She blew her voice out. She can't even talk right now, Al, because I think she's got nodules on her vocal cords. She can never talk. No, I don't know. Oh, and that she's reminds me. bad voice. One other announcement. Because <laughs> she is losing her voice yeah. often at these pep rallies. Yeah, what the hell rallies, is going on? These pep rallies she's doing. Yeah. She's bellowing, uh, bellowing out E-N-G-L-E-S, oh, yeah? and she's blowing out her vo- vocal cords. When you're talking and drinking, that's what it is. <laughs> because I am a teammate. Right. I will be attending the pep rally ah. on Friday. Nice. Chickies really? and Pete's. You're kidding. Six to eight. I am going out into public tomorrow twice. Nice. In the morning, Borgata. Uh. At night, uh, Chickies and Pete's. Mm. Oh, your wife wanted to go. So like you. What's that, huh? Your wife wanted to go? No, I, uh, Pete shamed me into it. <laughs> Pete was in here. He on the air, he said, can you come, please? You guys have been nothing but been my friend for 30 years. Yeah. How am I going to say now? Yeah. You're going out in a flurry. You're going down the flurry. I'm going down in a flurry. Yeah. No, I'm not going. If that Well, what you're implying is they're going to lose something. No, they're no, not no, no. That is lose. not my They're not going to lose. Mm-hmm. And now no. I would like to give you one of the reasons why they're not, because uh, very nicely, mm-hmm. we have been set up with exactly the proper theme before the biggest game, and it's them against us. 
and Al, earlier in the week, I was the them because they were going after me for dissing Jonathan Gannon. It's oh, yeah, Thursday yeah. now. We're all on the same team. Yeah, it, Things have changed now, Rhea. We are now a team working together. Oh, gosh, yes. Wow. So anyway, <laughs> I want to start with this, Al, because uh, there were a lot of people that got snubbed on the Eagles yesterday in awards. Mm-hmm. Only one actually didn't get snubbed. He's going to get snubbed in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and that's Jalen Hurts. He's going to lose to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I know. But yeah. my God, when the media informed Hurts yesterday, that he was a finalist for MVP. He was so amazingly jubilant. Listen to this. I didn't know. Um, put the work in. Um, I think it's, it's it's a cool honor. Don't really have much much to say about it. I don't know. I'm lost of words for it, to be honest. Wow. They had to sedate him. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care about that stuff. He doesn't. He doesn't give two craps about it. Thank you. And, that, and that's the theme of our show. We don't care. No. You think we care? No. We don't care. I don't care. I don't care about awards. You know what I learned about awards when it comes to local ones? You know who give you the award, the local one? The people running a banquet that don't want to pay you to speak. <laughs> they give <laughs> you an award. Go, oh, yeah. One time the Boy Scouts gave me an award. I said, what did I ever do that was Boy Scout worthy? They just wanted me to go to the thing. So I said, no. So you can pay for a couple of tables. Uh, no. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Al, even Hurts did not seem overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Nick Sirianni got, did not make the finals against the coach he beat three times. Yeah. Including 38-7 exactly. to seven when it mattered the most. How does Nick Sirianni not get the nod at 14-3 over Brian Dable? Because he has too good of a roster. That's the one I So understand. then he should go into Howie Roseman's office and say, I want the bonus for coach of the year. <laughs> you ruined it by putting <laughs> such a good roster together. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with the roster. Well, I think it is. I just think he doesn't play well outside uh. of those locker room in Philadelphia. I mean, even me. Uh. like I, yeah. I, I don't care because it works in his locker room, yeah. but some of the stuff he does, I'm like, Oh, man. Remember, Al, here's the, <laughs> the bottom line. Uh, we got a guy coming on yep. from Philadelphia, uh, from Pittsburgh, yes. Andrew Filipponi, who went nuts on him, yep. who ripped him apart for mugging for the cameras, and he's going to have to face our wrath. That's the way, That's why I think some people wouldn't don't like him, but I, uh, who, if it works in your locker room, yes. that's all that matters. His sideline demeanor is controversial. Yeah. But yeah, I like it. But he's just being himself. No, and I'm going to get to that in a second, but here's his reaction <laughs> to Coach of the Year. Listen yeah. to that. That's something I can't control, and those awards are nice and, and everything like that. Uh, I'm really happy for Jalen and, and Shane that, that they're on that, but you know, we have obviously been much bigger things uh, ahead and on our sites than individual awards. All right, now, uh, he deserved to be in the top three. I'm going to tell you, I'm about to say the nicest thing I've ever said about Nick. Uh-oh. But first, I want to deal with the biggest injustice because he's a regular on our show. We talk to him every Tuesday. If Brandon Grant is not in the top three of comeback player of the year, the guy's 34 years old. He blew an Achilles out. He came back and reached the highest number of sacks he's ever had in his career, made one big play after another, and had fewer snaps than any time in his career, and they snubbed him. For Saquon Barkley. For Saquon Barkley, who played, who played last 13 year. 13 games last year. All right, he was better this year. But if you look at the difference between who was better last year and this year, it's not even close. Mm-hmm. What's the theme here? And Brandon Graham addressed the snub yesterday. That's all for people to, you know, vote on and, you know, who they think. I mean, I'm not I'm not really worried. I'm just happy that I'm on a winning team this year. I'm happy the way our team 
you know, bounce back from last year. And then for me, you know, bouncing back from an injury that, you know, a lot of people don't normally come back from. But in my mind, you know, I came back from it uh, and I'm thankful for it. And I'm just trying to make sure I, I finish out the deal by just giving everything I got. Uh, and then we, we, can, we can talk about all that after the season over with. Screw the voters. Every one of you losers. Everyone. Go to hell. You know why? I'm going to tell you why, Al. They don't like us. We don't care. Ah! <laughs> um, meanwhile, I- I'm going to tell you something else because Nick is uh, You're right, Al. Nick's kind of in the crosshairs. Yeah. And now I'm going to say the nicest thing I've ever said about Nick Sirianni in the two years he's been here. Mm-hmm. Nick, Philadelphia, Nick Sirianni is one of us. He's one of us now. He understands what the, the burden is of being an eagle because a lot of people hate us. Right now, because we're better than most of them, but also because we're brash, we're outrageous at times, we are known out to be somewhat obnoxious. Yeah. And when he was on the sideline, just before halftime, and the camera was pointing in his face, he did make some mugging gestures toward the camera. <laughs> it upset some people. Mm-hmm. He was asked yesterday to explain it, and this is why. It was like right in my face, and I, we, I was juice. We were up, we were up, uh, we were up a, a couple scores, and and it just it was like right there. Like I don't know, it was, it was the first thing that came to my mind. I guess that's just who I am. That's just who I am. Here you go. Yeah, and you know who you are? You're Philadelphia. You are Philadelphia. At eight o'clock today, Al, the man who popularized that song will be on yes. this show. Joe, play the Kelsey version. <laughs> That was the profanity version. (laughs) But, Uh Al, this is actually the exact right temperature to make the city before the game. Absolutely. Because those fans need to be loud and understand we have done it again five years after we did it the first time. It's us against them. No Mm -hmm. doubt. Isn't it, Rube? That is a good mindset to be in before big, big games, right? I think all all great teams are like that. I mean, I remember the 93 team. It was like us against them. Yeah, us against the world. Yes. Let's shock the world. I love it. Boom. And that's what's going to happen. And you guys out there are going to help because you're going to make it extremely uncomfortable for Mr. Brock Purdy. Uh, and, and what we got coming up in the next segment, I'm going to blow the roof off the ticket problems in America. Uh-oh. I'm blowing the roof off. Mm. Because I've even run this by former GM Ruben Amaro, uh-huh. and he couldn't be more in lockstep with myself. Right, Ruben? In a rare moment, yes. <laughs> All right, good. Even there, he has to distance himself. But we're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to give you a way to fix this. And a little later in the show, Al, I'm going to give you the scouting report for Brock Purdy. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. He is not as good as his record indicates. And he will be tested like he was never tested before Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field. Plan accordingly. Remind you, these are tickets in the NovaCare box. What is extremely loud? Mm. Let's go to Jason from the 33rd to kick us off. Hi, Jace. Good morning, morning, team. Oh, you're fired up this week, Jason. What are you feeling right now? Angelo, I am overjoyed. I wish the game was today. I 
I just cannot wait. You know, it's like Christmas. You know? Oh, absolutely. Jason, where will you currently, your current plans, where will you be to watch the game? I'm going to be at a sports bar. But if you won tickets, you would go into the Novacare luxury box. Is that correct? Of course, Angelo. And who would you bring? Do you have a best body? I sure, absolutely, Angelo. I would bring. I would bring my brother with me. Oh, that's very nice. I've met your brother. He's a nice person. Very nice guy. All right, Jason. What do you need to say today? Three days before the big game. Here's what I want to say. Okay, Angelo. I'm. There's no. There's no doubt in my mind that we are going to win on Sunday, okay? San Francisco, be scared, okay? Because you have no idea what is coming for you. You have no idea what what you will be up against on Sunday, all right? 60, 70,000 screaming Eagles fans at the link. Oh, my God, Angelo. Yep, and, and it's a be... 3 o'clock game. They're going to be drinking, Jason. They will be drinking. Yes, absolutely, Angelo. And you know what, Ange? What, Jason? We are one game away. One game away from from going back to the Super Bowl. All right? I'm tired of I'm tired of the NFL snubbing, snubbing the Eagles. All right? But it doesn't matter, okay? Because we're bringing home, we're gonna bring home the biggest trophy. I love we're it. Home the Lombardi. Our leader have, is leading, ladies. Have, All right, Jason. We, we got the point. Nothing to do about that. We got the point. You have led brilliantly. Uh, what is loud? Let's see if we can get you in the building. What is loud, Jason? Adrian, the Chinese fan. He's loud. All right, put him but down. Give me up. one. Put him down. That was not a Pretty sure that's not going to win. But Jason, <laughs> uh, just for uh, – Jason, would you please give Al one? He really wants one. Give me one. Sure, here we go. You ready? E-A-G-L-E-S-E-O. Very nice, Jason. I want people to understand, as best as you can with the current climate in our town, keep your answers as short as possible. Try to stay within a minute, minute and a half, because I want to get a lot of people on. I want to just – is there anybody listening right now, anybody, that thinks the Niners are going to win the game? Because I would like to hear their side of it, wouldn't you, Ruben? I would like to hear I that. would like to hear the side of it. How would you love to hear the side of it? Yeah, it's, it's going. it has to be people that are just looking at raw yeah, numbers. Yeah, cold. Yeah, absolutely. Cold objective analytics. analysis. Analytics. I don't think they win there either, but let's see what somebody's got to say. Two, one, five. Five, nine, two, 94, 94. When we come back, a plan to end all the trouble with getting tickets into uh-huh. the right hands. And I will mention extremely briefly the Sixers, Al, because they won last night. They beat Ben Simmons, and, and Ben sat out the last nine minutes. It was unbelievable. Isn't that great? 215-592-9490 for WIP Sports Type 658. All right, 622, couple of things to cover here. First of all, uh, the Sixers won the six in a row last night. Rhea's reporting that one, yeah. uh, 30, 133. Lying. And uh, she reported about Ben Simmons. Uh, <laughs> see, once they get behind now, they can't use Ben because he doesn't score. 
Mm-hmm. So he has to sit on the Although bench. Although he had 12 points in the second half. That he was, doesn't matter. They, he they still stinks. sat his ass on the bench. <laughs> they sat his ass on the bench last night. That's minutes. what they did but superstars. That, is, that yeah. is not the drama that is most intriguing. The drama that's most intriguing is a gesture made by Joel Embiid uh, after he scored a hoop late in the game. Uh, and it is a gesture that Avi uh, Graham has occasionally used on me. It is a wrestling <laughs> thing by, who's it Friday? Do you know who that guy is? Generation X or something? <laughs> no, wait, I, I don't know. Bill knows I wouldn't know. All right, it, Alex, uh, using the two hands and uh, gesturing toward your crotch area. Yeah, that's kind of a, a... In a very violent manner. Yeah. And especially so the way Embiid did it. Yeah, he did it perfect. This, in, the, in the form the, of an X, yeah. I think. This triggered... Uh, a bad response from Durant. So uh, could you take me through exactly what happened? So he did the gesture, and then Embiid did more on social media? Before he even came out for the news conference, Joel, he puts out a, a whole video of Suck It. And, and I mean, it was just... Right. Hashtags. You think he sat in the locker yes, room after yes, the victory yes. and put and a video together? It's very... Well done. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of profane. Not, it's it's got all the video from the wrestling. It's got everything in it. It's It's got him. It's. I mean, how did? What a league. All right, pal. Kevin Durant (laughs) did not enjoy it. He did not play. Of course, he's still injured. But he then tweeted out trash celebration. (laughs) And then you see him beat arrive for the news conference, still looking at his phone when the Durant thing comes out, and then Embiid laughs his ass off. Because he, because yeah. <laughs> that's a troll Embiid. Troll Embiid. If ever there were a modern feud, oh this is God. a good example. Right. It's all being waged on social media. What? And Ava, the next time you do that, I'll know what that means now. Yeah, I, I, my favorite my favorite uh, gift to use is Taylor Swift doing it. Taylor Swift did it? Yeah. Really? God bless her. You can use that might be Everybody except at. the Pope has done it by no, now. The Pope, no. <laughs> no, the, Pope, the Pope has not done it. I'm uh, no. No. You don't know that. He's advanced, uh, but not that advanced. Right, anyway, Ava yes. Graham. First question of the day. And it's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. It's Chevy Equinox Month. January means huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Find a rose at ArminChevy.com. Should the NFL go back to selling tickets in the box office? Yes or no? Uh, the answer, th- this is my proposal. All right. And I would like to say a lot of people wonder, what do I do after right. Tuesday? Because I don't come back until Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Well, Tuesday afternoon, I enjoyed a uh, congressional hearing. With uh, the CEO of uh, Ticketmaster. Oh, no, uh, Live Nation. Joe Burktall. Yeah, yeah, I watched. I saw that. You got a a full life for you after you retire. Ticketmaster and Live Nation are now together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're they're being grilled because that could be antitrust. Right, right? because they control everything, the payment, everything. Right. So this guy comes out, Alex, trying to explain what happened with Taylor Swift. Right. But I'm relating to it as to what had just happened at 10 o'clock that day to the Eagle fans. Right, right. So anyway, here's what he said. He was very, very contrite about how they screwed over all the Taylor Swift's fans. There are problems in the ticketing industry. Many are the direct result of industrial-scale ticket scalping that goes on today. While the bots fail to penetrate our systems or acquire any tickets, the attack requires to slow down and even pause our sales. This is what led to a terrible consumer experience, which we deeply regret. We apologize to the fans. All right, that could just as easily apply to the Eagles. 
Here's what Eagle fans did at exactly 10 a.m. on Tuesday mm-hmm. when tickets for the NFC Championship game went on. Mm-hmm. They timed it, Al, with the official clock uh, in the world. So you know exactly when it hits 10. Yeah. And they hit the button, boom, right yeah. at 10. And they were immediately told that second they were in a line with at least 2,000 people ahead of them. Right. Do you know why that is, Al? Because they got out-ticketed uh, by the bots. The bots are quicker than the human hand. The oh. bots do that. The bot. And so I'm watching that, and I'm going, you know what? It's time to go old school. Ah. Here's what they should do starting next year. Open back up the box office. Oh. Have people, have people camp out for days. You know why? Because those people really want the tickets. And those will be bots, Those will. Those yeah. are not bots. No, they are. No, those are humans. That will sell it. Yeah. it they will the, not sell yes, it. They will. No, I, 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 when they're in the line, I'll talk to them. Well, no, <laughs> okay. they, they, you can't. No. You, ha- you have to. You, no, no. That, they pay people to I, go do this. Uh, what was the most human moment? Of Andy Reid's 14 years here. <laughs> when he bought soup for people? No, no donuts. 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 He went on the line yeah. at the vet when they were waiting for tickets to some big game. But, that the, was but the problem was there was no aftermarket. Yeah. Those people were there to go to the game. They waited in line to go to the game. At concerts, you used to, if you wanted to go see Springsteen. Why are you my idea? Because it doesn't. Isn't my idea better than this? No. You're getting blown out by robots. Yeah, and that's what you're going to do in the line. You're not I... going to do that in the line. You will see these people. You understand they're Eagles fans. There will be Eagles. Well, They're wearing then have, Eagles then, stuff. Then have the teams only sell to their fans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how you do it. Then you have to stop the entire aftermarket. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. About, I don't know how that would <laughs> <It never happened. laughs> I think they're in, the, the, in bed the, with the aftermarket. The, the leagues got in bed with the devil, yep. and now they can't get out. No, listen to I me. I totally agree with you here. You do. Tell, I do. Tell him why, Ruben. You ran a yeah, team. Yeah, he doesn't just, know. I, I love the fact of the, uh, the human element of going to the box office and, and having to get after it. Now, it, the, there's the aftermarket will never stop. I don't think it will ever stop. But if you limit the number of tickets you can get, then they did say like four households come like they used to. You could get like a will of God living in a tent. <laughs> all right, that's a that's a charming story before the game. Not that that's, charming. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, anyone, a, a family is out there. Somebody brings their dog, and they got a heater yeah. in a tent. Those are stories. Those get the city ready for the game. Bring back the box office. Ria, are you with me? Sure. Thank you, Ria. <laughs> Battle the bots. Battle the bots. Open the box. There you go. There's a book to write. Battle the bots. <laughs> Let's go to Bernadette. Hi, Bernie. Hey, Ant. Hey, Al, Rhea. Good day. Are you excited, Bern? Are you counting the days down? Oh, yes, I am, Angelo. Oh, man. What do you think? And we, What's... And we are going to cream the San Francisco treat. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's actually a, rice that's old. That's that old that's rice that trolley, yeah. All right, Bernadette, here's the thing. Why does everybody dislike us? They don't like us. They won't vote for any of our players as uh, for these awards. Why don't they like us? I got no idea, because we're 14-3. and three. We're going to be 15-3, and three, and we're going to take the whole thing, and we're going to shove it up the rear end. See, that's the thing, Bernie. I, I have talked to you many times. You're a charming young woman, and it, amaze, you, it amazes me that a lot of people don't like you because you're a part of Philadelphia. It doesn't seem right. 
No, it doesn't. Right. It, I mean, it really, really stinks. All right. If you go to this game, will you make noise, Bernie? Oh. Well, I had to decline going to the game, but, Anzo, I will be on your side 100%. It should go back to the box office. It should go back to the old ways because there are people out there that don't have the knowledge or the accessibility to get the tickets online. I'm with you. It's it's you have a better chance mano a mano on the uh, line than you do on a computer where they have all these geniuses working. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. All right, Bernie, what is it, loud? What is something very loud? The popping of a balloon. A balloon pop. Put it down, Al. Ava's the judge. Gary's up next. Hi, Gary. Hey, morning, Ed. Morning, crew. How are we? We're good, Gary. We're in a state of excitement three days from the big one. I'm excited, too, but I'm also pissed off. Why? Tell me why. I'm tired of the disrespect that we get. All, every, not just the Eagles, but everything in Philadelphia. Why? 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 So what do we have to do? All right, you know yeah, what? Uh, these are good questions. Hold on, Gary. Hold on. I got Ruben Amaro here. I believe he has been disrespected both as a player and an executive. <laughs> mm. What is it? Ruben, what is it around the world that they don't like Philadelphia? I think it's a jealousy thing. It is? I think it is. I think that they see brotherly, brotherly love and they see how aggressive our fans are. And I think that they just kind of they poo-poo it. I think they just decide that uh, you know these people are not sophisticated enough or... They're not intelligent enough, or whatever the case may be. But, um, but I, as an athlete and someone who's worked in this city forever, I love it. I love <laughs> the fans. I you love do. the passion. There's nothing like it. It's it's incomparable, and I love the fact that uh, the people are who they are. Ninety-three team was exactly that kind of team yeah. that everybody else hated. Right? Correct. Did you use it? Yeah, I think that team very much used it. They did use they it. They didn't give a crap it. about what people were saying. Right. They were just going to win. Here's what we can help. Because Dalton's the best leader this city's had on any team. Mm. Totally agree. How did Dalton handle uh, negativity around the country toward his team? He never wavered. He no. always just believed in what we were doing in the clubhouse. It was the team, and that's all that mattered. It was the team and its and its you know components of that club. And I like it. Gary, that's what he was about. What's loud, Gary? Uh, one more thing before that. Hey, Ed, I'm going to go back to 2020. Uh, I'm a truck driver, and I want to appreciate you and all the other hosts of WIP for that you know, really downtime that you know, everybody was going through. Oh, yeah, the pandemic. Yep. You kept us going, and I want to I want to thank you. No worries. We, and we were lucky. We got to keep coming to work. <laughs> Absolutely. Gary, what's so loud? Nice. Give me something I'm, loud. Bedlam at the bank. Bedlam. Oh, oh very good. That's, that's the a good first one. strong one. Uh, Bedlam at the bank uh, last playoff season. I want you to understand the level of disrespect. You guys had this yesterday, Rhea. Yep. And it boggled my mind that a man who has covered sports as long as Michael Wilbon mm -hmm. on oh. Pardon the Interruption yes. would be asked the simple question, Hurts versus Purdy. If this is not disrespect toward our city by a national guy, you tell me what is. Wilbon, do you see the Eagles having a significant advantage at quarterback? No. No. The other guy, huh? The rookie, Mr. Irrelevant, uh, he's undefeated. He hadn't lost a game. Right. 
So nobody has an advantage over him. And it's not 2-0. and I think it's 7-0. and No, no, I don't. All right, uh, Rube. He's a clown. Yeah. Yeah. That dude is a clown show. Yeah. I don't care who he is. Yeah. And uh, whoever it is that's talking there, I don't even know who the hell he is. He's a clown. So he's, he's saying he's going to do is watch a game. He's saying Mahomes, that Purdy would be even with he's Mahomes. Saying, Mahomes. He's saying yeah. he would. Uh, he, no yeah, matter who it is, because he's undefeated. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Is that stupid? Yes. It's the All dumbest right. thing I've ever heard. Now, I got to find this out. How old is Michael Wilbach? All right, because I want to ask you, he's old. He's got the brain of a 12-year-old. Because here's the thing, Al. He's 64, (laughs) all right? I know I could take Kornheiser. He's 74. (laughs) He looks frail, all right? I could take him down. Mano a mano. If I encounter Michael Warbon, who walks away? You might walk away from him. I might walk away, Al. You got a shot at that one. I think I could take him. He's old. Congratulations. I'm in amazing shape. (laughs) Easy. I think I'm going to take him. Relax. Compared to him. Yeah. Might have pumped the brakes a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> a little bit. 215 <laughs> Al, the next little <laughs> sequence of the show will add a, a little bit of, of uh, drama. All right. Because uh, there's a lot of drama going on Sunday at 3 when Lane Johnson, injured, yeah. faces the best pass rusher. And uh, Michael Mike Sielski wrote a column about this. That incorporates what we've been talking about, about social media mm-hmm. and how it's different now for a player, especially for huge games. So we're going to talk about it. Then Mike's coming on at 7 to take us behind the scenes and the drama involving Lane Johnson because it's one hell of a column and it's a great story. Mm-hmm. 215 592 All right, uh, 642, in my lifetime looking at football, I don't think I've ever seen a more intriguing matchup on a line than Lane Johnson, the best right tackle, certainly in Eagles history, definitely in in the NFL right now. Facing the best pass rusher in the NFL, Nick Bosen. Oh boy, that is sensational! And then you got the added drama that Lane Johnson has an abdominal injury that it will require surgery. After the season, and now he will be very tested against Boza, right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, Mike Sielski is coming on at seven. There's this piece about it, and how you know whatever it takes, Lane Johnson's willing to do for the team, and and basically, now I asked you this before. You're in Vegas, mm-hmm. and the word comes out today. God forbid this this is not in any way happening. Right. I'm just offering this as a hypothetical. Lane Johnson uh, says he can't do it, and he's not playing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Your min- Eagles minus one and a half right now. What happens to the line? Pick them? Minimum. Uh, they're 10-22 and 22 without Lane Johnson. They're 10-22. and 22. That's how big a deal he is to the win and loss of this team. Lane Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. Serious so, difference maker. Yeah, absolutely. But this piece goes into... Lane Johnson being completely cognizant of the fact he has had three concussions in nine years. He he had to not play three games last season because of uh, depression. Yeah. And uh, most people are tying the concussions now in with CTE, which also leads to depression. It's yep. all part of the same picture. Yeah. All right? And yet he is going out there in an injured state because he feels a responsibility to his team and to his city. 
That, to me, is one hell of a great story. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a very common one. A lot of people do it. Yeah. But there was an extra element in this, Rhea, that I want to run by you. Mm -hmm. Because Rhea used years ago. Rhea was the first of us to go on to Twitter. Mm -hmm. And Rhea (laughs) enjoyed Twitter for a brief period of time and then said enough. Because it was very abusive. Uh, Toxic. It's a shame if it was there was a lot of people I enjoyed communicating with. They were great. It was really helpful for the show. We'd be talking about something... Boom, somebody would tweet at me. We'd get good information. But waking up every morning to the slew of nastiness, just it wears Not on you. It. it wears on your men- your mental health. So I just got off it. A hundred percent. Well, Lane Johnson talked about this with Mike, and he said, it's harder now than ever to be a player in the, in the pros because you are constantly receiving negative feedback from people hiding in the weeds, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, Rhea, why would you even submit yourself to that? We were just talking about Joel Embiid yeah. and Kevin Durant. Yeah. They're having a Twitter war right now about well, the they, gesture. Well, I think they find that fun. All right, They're fine, enjoying but, that. But yeah. that, there's a line there, and then you're crossing it where it's not fun. If you're sensitive at all, Twitter is not the place for you to be. All it's right, really but, terrible. Uh, would you, yeah. uh, Ruben Amaro, you were a player. Would you go on Twitter right now if you were playing? Not too much. Because you got trolled yeah. as a GM. Oh, yeah. I mean, mercilessly. I wasn't on it when I was a GM. And I'll be honest, I had to fight it back a lot here because I was a big fan of yours. But people would want to rip the hell out of you in every every forum they had. But you got your chance to do that. No, I didn't do it because <laughs> of a deep respect I had from day one. <laughs> But in all, in yeah. all honesty, why would you even, Rube, would you want to read that stuff? You struck out with the bases loaded. Next morning, you're going to check to see what those people are saying about you? Typically, you wouldn't, but there's some guys who are motivated by that kind of stuff. They are. There are some guys who like, you know what? I'll show them. Oh, well, really? The, the okay, thing about them. this piece that I found <clears throat> fascinating is that it really takes you inside where Lane Johnson is in his career at 32, an incredibly t- talented lineman who understands, this is the real point of the piece, that every day he's on a football field today may compromise his life later. It's phenomenal to think about. It's crazy. Because he is willing to pay that price for this city, as are a lot of other athletes. We should acknowledge that before this big game Sunday, because that's heroism to me. That's a man saying, I know I'm taking a big risk in my 40s and 50s and beyond, but I'm willing to do it because I have this. I I have an obligation to my teammates and to my city. Especially with all the story. stuff. He's, especially with all the stuff he's already gone through. It's a great story. And, uh, and Mike is coming on to talk about it. Mike is such a great writer, but this is one of his best. Let's go to Glenn in Center City. Hi, Glenn. Hey, hey, baby, what's going on with you, man? Glenn, are you excited? Are you nervous? Give me your feelings right now before the big game. I, I am not at all concerned because you know what. A.J. Brown's going to have a hell of a game this week. But I'm, I'm telling you now, because last week you only got three catches. And let me tell you something. When he played with the Titans last year, and they played the 49ers, he lit their asses up. Are you on a speakerphone? I'm not hearing you real clear, Glenn. What you have to say is very important to this city. Let me say one thing. Let me just give you my last thing. Uh, no, get, all right, get, get where we can hear you, because you sound like you're in a tin camp. He's going to take himself off, Al. Then you'll hear Glenn and all of his... Can you hear me now, Ed? Oh, much better, Glenn. Now. Okay, listen to me. Let me listen to me. A.J. Brown is going to have a heck of a game. Right. Because when he was with the Titans last year, he let the Niners up. He let them up. Uh-huh. 
I didn't know that. All right, that's good. The one concern I have, only thing I have concern is I do not want to see Miles Sanders fumble that football because you know they're going to be stripping at it. All right, wait a minute. You don't want to employ the run game? No, no, I'm just saying Miles Sanders needs needs to put two hands on that ball when he gets in the traffic because you know they're going to try to get him to fumble. All right, the turnovers, you know, we'll talk about all this other stuff, and then turnovers will decide the game. But that's why I think the Eagles are going to win, Glenn, because Brock Purdy is never faced either the environment or the pass rush he's going to see, and he's a rookie with a popcorn arm. Last week, the Cowboys got after him, and you know the Eagles are going to be on there because they have a great rotation in their defensive line, yep. and they're going to be on his ass all game. All right, Glenn, would you <laughs> like to attend the game in a luxury box? Absolutely. Let me tell you, the only thing that the one thing that makes uh, that's loud that I know of when you leave these places concerts are so loud you can't hear when you leave a concert a concert do you want to specify a band that would be unusually loud Metallica or no why you get what a Metallica concert that's a pretty good one enter Sandman (laughs) let's go every once in a while I remember one song (laughs) (laughs) yeah because he's a Yankee Oh, that's what it was. That that is what it was. It was uh, Mario Rivera's walking in room music, right? All right, let's go to Keith the Germantown next. Hi, Keith. Good morning. Good morning. What are you feeling, Keithy? I'm I'm feeling these Eagles. I'm feeling these Eagles. I feel the game coming up. I just just feel like this is going to be a great NFC championship game. What would it mean to you to win? It would be amazing to be in there. With my loud mouth going crazy and leaving out of there with no voice. All right, I want to ask you a question, Keith. I'm not doing a whole show of this, but I used to do this stuff. Keith, what would you be willing to give up for a guaranteed trip to the Super Bowl? What would you give up in your life so that the Eagles would be assured a spot in the biggest of big games? A wedding. <laughs> A wedding? You don't. <laughs> why? Are you, well, hold on a bit. Keith, Is he married? Are you engaged? No, I, I am engaged. I'm just saying I would give up that to go to a game. All right, hold on. No, you're missing my point. Okay. You are, would you walk away from your fiance for good if I gave you Super Bowl tickets? For a couple days, yes. No, no, no. Al, that pause was beautiful. Do you think the word will get back to it that you said this on the radio? No, no, no. She was looking for it. Because we we have, uh, Keith, we we have to check out what things are said. Could you give me her number? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Keith, just joking around. Keith, give me something loud. The loudest thing that I know of is a blow horn. A blow horn. Excellent. Al, a air blow horn. horn. Air, air horn. Those are in the hockey games, right, Al? But they're everywhere. They're here. Have you ever had one right near your head? Yeah. When you go to games, sometimes some idiot has one all the time. Or do you say anything to them? No. It's, they're right. Well, no, they're banned. They're banned You, you now. can't have them inside now. You can't? No. When did that change? I don't know. When they remember, you used to have signs and everything. You can't yeah. have those things. I mean, some people still sneak them in, yeah. Yeah. whatever. But you're not allowed to have a lot of that stuff now. You bring a cowbell, I guess. 
So you by the way, Metallica is not going to win. It's, it's no way. Intrusion. San Francisco band is. Here we go. Uh, thank oh, you. Oh, San Francisco yes. band. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That was the <laughs> last time they had a hit. I was so proud I knew Anthony Santa. <laughs> Tom's up next from Wilmington. Hi, Tom. Hey guys, how are you? We're great, Tom. How are you today? I am magnificent. Well, what do you feel? Share it with the audience. Well, you know what, Angelo, I am pumped for the Eagles game. I cannot wait. I feel like it's going to be tight, probably within a one-score game. Mm-hmm. That's the way I can see it. Um, turnovers are obviously going to be the, the major key to the game. Yeah, um, the more so. You know what, Tom? Because the, the Niners are such a defensive team, if you can shorten the field against them, you're going to put points up, and they're not going to put a lot of points up because they get there. They got a rookie quarterback, and they're not that good at de- an offense. You're a hundred percent. That's the key. Get the ball out of their hands two or three times. Get a favorable field position and turn it into points. Mm. You do that, you're going to win the game. Absolutely. All right. So, Tom, uh, what's loud? Jets. 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 All like, right, uh, Jets. Like when they fighter jets. I thought he said chess, and I was going, that doesn't seem hard. Well, of course, that's what your brain heard. Artoon. <laughs> Hi, Artoon. Hello. Hey, Angelo. Hey, crew. What are you feeling right now, Artie? Well, I went to the game Saturday. It was loud, but we'll be a lot louder Sunday, but that's not my answer. All right, but I just want to know, if you were to go, would you really focus on the rookie quarterback? Obviously. I want him... I want him sacked, and that place is going to rock when he gets sacked. All right, you understand he has never faced anything like what he is going to see on Sunday. Nothing. Nothing even close. Do you understand, Artoon? And I'm making, you can make no assumptions after I say this, but I checked the Scotty report. He has very tiny hands. His hands Isn't are that crazy. His hands <laughs> and he's are short. S- smaller than the guy in Pittsburgh, which is a Kenny, uh, Kenny Pickett. Kenny yeah. Pickett. Artoon, his hands are tiny. Well, I have I have ten inch hands, so I don't know what you're talking about. All right, I, I, look at mine. I have I have what you call a claw. Is what that yeah, is. That's a, big, that's a big hand. You're damn right it is, yeah. and it's the Impressive. start of good things too. All right, anyway, Artoon, what's loud? Well, before I get there, my only concern is I saw one one play during the game that. Uh, Hurts missed a wide open Devontae Smith. We're not going to get that many opportunities against the Niners like we got against the Giants. So I hope he doesn't miss that. That's wow. one. That was an extremely negative point of view. What else, Art? Well, well, the loudest thing is an earthquake, and I've been in many earthquakes. Mm. It is the one of the loudest things of it. Six point, Very six true. Point Where, you live in California? Where do you go? Where are you getting all these earthquakes? Well, I, I grew up in Western Turkey. We get lots of... Oh, earthquakes. wow. Western Turkey. All right, that's a good one. I did get caught in an earthquake once when I was on the West Coast. And I was at the top floor of a hotel, and the wall started to shake. It is a horrifying No, we feeling. had an earthquake here, remember, years ago. And I remember I was down the shore. Clark was a baby. My parents were there. Right. And I felt the house shaking. But I don't think it's that loud. No, it wasn't loud, but it it was eerie. And I thought, is it windy? And I looked out. My neighbor, you know, has the big flag, and the flag wasn't moving. And I go, get out! I picked up Clark like he was a football on the ground, and I just kept running. And she ran for first down. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did. 
Unfortunately, then she spiked I, the kid. I live, I live <laughs> right near the fault line there at school, and, and yeah. we had three or four of them there at school. It was really scary and loud. Yeah, another reason you don't want to go to the West Coast. No. San Francisco <laughs> knows what an earthquake is, yes. though. They live in San Francisco. 215-592-9494. Mike Sealski's coming up to mm. talk about the drama surrounding Lane Johnson. We got a lot more going on, too. We got a guy out coming up from Pittsburgh who is not happy with Nick Sirianni Hmm. for Nick's mugging on the sideline. I will play for Andrew Filippotti, he's a media guy at Pittsburgh, what Nick said yesterday in the hopes of patching things up. We need support from the other side of the state.